0: Before we get started with today's podcast, we'd like to ask returning listeners to leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really enjoy it, share a link to this podcast with friends or family who would enjoy hearing our weekly discussions about basketball and basketball culture. Now, on to the show.
1: an yeah, amazing Michigan All there. Nice move by Steve Fisher here. Turn it
2: into the nineteen 19- nine Welcome to the Ninety Nine Podcast. I'm Josh Barnett. And I am here with another member of the HBS crew, Big Dan Woods. What's up, Dan? What's up, man? And then today we're joined by two special guests. We got our guy, Ian Stonebrook, who is back.
3: How's it going, guys?
2: What's up with you? And then we have uh, another special guest. He brought his buddy uh, from ESPN, Nick DePala. How you doing, Nick? Doing great. Appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to join. This has been a a flawless start to this thing and uh, no tech issues whatsoever. Um, but we're all here. I appreciate you guys taking the time and we're going to get into it. But before we do, I got to do a read in real quick for our sponsor, which is AZ pizza, our favorite build your own uh, pizza place in Indiana and Kentucky. They have unique pizzas each month, like white lightning and Alabama white barbecue pizza and a ton of ingredients you can choose from to create something delicious on your own. Find the location nearest to you or order online for curbside delivery at azip.com slash order. Dan, you had that white uh, the white lightning yet? I believe I had it a couple of years ago.
1: I was about to ask, what what a white lightning entail. That sounds outstanding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All I know is it has white barbecue sauce, is the pizza sauce. Wow. Uh, and then it's uh, it's what? It's like grilled, hot grilled chicken yeah and jalapenos i think it's
0: oh. pretty good all right yeah we'll,
2: we'll we'll have a couple down here uh next week for the last dance we'll we we'll, uh i'll send you guys pictures
0: send anybody <laughs> if you guys want to fly into
2: yeah if you, that's not on 99's budget though just so we're all clear
1: <laughs>
2: all right so um Let's get to the concept of the draft. Ian, you and I kind of came up with this. you want to take a stab at how this thing came to be so I can stop talking for a little bit?
3: Uh, Yes. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, I was at the court uh, getting my 100 makes in for the day when the uh, pre-draft documents and guidelines were sent. So I only eyeballed them. But, uh, yeah, essentially it's a sneaker draft. So we're talking about some of the most important uh, sneakers in college basketball history. We're tying them to some of the most stylish figures who wore them. Obviously, nineteen nine rich in basketball history and basketball short history. So the, uh, the uniforms that are worn with these sneakers, uh, one could argue, are just as or more important than the shoes picked. And uh, fortunately, I have the first pick. So I'm feeling pretty good about it.
2: you want to talk about how you got that first pick?
3: Uh, yes. Um, the last time Nick and I played 21 in Austin, Texas... Oh. <laughs> um, to be fair, Nick did beat me three two the time before that, but um, yeah, I had,
1: part of the story. Okay, I had I had, I had a revised who game, the whole, game for, uh The rematch, night, by the way. What'd you say? Who's, whose team won the whole night at pickup too? Um, well, I mean, to
3: be fair, you had Jason, you had Jason Max, you had Jason Maxiel and Doug Christie, man. Your your roster was a little different once <laughs> once Maxiel traded uh, rosters. I I don't remember losing.
1: I forgot. Okay. That's a good answer. That's an interesting
2: answer. Okay. So, you guys play with a little bit richer talent history than what we're used to here in Evansville, where uh, I would throw out names like Burf and Charlie as the guys that I play <laughs> with, and you're out there. <laughs> hey, no disrespect to Burf and Charlie, though I know you guys are listening. No disrespect whatsoever. So let's let's get into the particulars of the draft um, before we before we get started here. So each of us take turns, like Ian said, drafting. We're going to do a snake draft, so it's going to start with Ian for uh, the twenty one game, and then it's going to go to our guest Nick because he's our guest, and we got him from ESPN, and we have no idea how the hell we were able to, to do that. Mainly Ian, he must. <laughs> Nick, you must be you must be bored shitless, man. <laughs> Sitting
1: around waiting for the last dance,
2: <laughs> uh, and then we'll we'll go to Dan because I'm nice and I love Big Dan, and then and then it'll come to me. Uh, but we'll each take a, a turn drafting a shoe from college basketball history. Uh, we have to define the colorway, right? So if you're going to pick the '96 up tempos, you can't have them across the board. You got to associate them with a colorway, with a team, with a year, with a player, so on and so forth. Um, and once that shoe model is off the board, once it's been picked, it's off the board. So, so uh, Nick can't take like John Wallace in the black 96 up tempos. And then me come along and take the obsidian ones and with Ray Allen, if that makes sense. Yep. School, school can only be drafted. We were talking a little bit off air about this school can only be picked twice. So uh, Dan and Ian, were going back and forth about Yukon and, and kind of their, their sneaker history. And we could probably do an entire draft just based on, Yukon, Arizona, Duke, Carolina, et cetera. So you get two shots at those schools and then they're off the board too. So something, to, something that we need to keep track of questions, concerns. Let's go. Yeah. You're up. You're up. Ian.
3: All right. Well, with the, uh, the first pick in the 2020, 19 nine sneaker draft, I'm selecting the Air Jordan 11 Concord and I'm tying it to Allen Iverson. Uh, truth be told, this is second on my leap on my draft board. I just knew Nick would really want it as I'm sure the other guys on the team did. So sometimes you have to stack assets. Um, I'm willing to sign and trade if something uh, else on my draft board is is taken, but man, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think everybody on this pod has wanted the shoe or had it. And that looking down on your feet and having that shoe, there's nothing else like it. I mean, there's other shoes that I might personally like more, but having Concords on your feet is a pretty special feeling. And the Georgetown jerseys from uh, Iverson sophomore year, are second to none. I
2: got a question for the group, and Nick, I'll throw it to you first. Does Iverson make those Jordan Elevens as iconic as Jordan of himself?
1: Yes, but back then you kind of watched Michael every every game, and you didn't really see AI on TV if you were on the West Coast. Like you probably saw him three games. I think if it was in social media era, then then I would think he'd be right there with him. Um, my favorite part about the 11s is the flight turbulence that came out the next year. If AI signed with Nike, that was supposed to be his signature shoe. Really, so they pulled the patent leather from the 11s, knowing that, knowing that he wore the 11s in college and liked the patent. And so Gentry Humphrey, who's with Jordan Brand, he told me back in the day, he was like, we were going to call him the Air Bubba Chuck. It was going to be his first shoe, all that. So I was like, wow. man, what a cool, what if, um, Obviously, didn't happen. He picked Reebok, but, um, but yeah, I think for AI, it's like the way up was cool, and then the 11s was was amazing to see him in those. And the, and
2: they just fit the uniform so crazy good too. Yeah. And the in the the ankle braces that he wore, and it's just like the whole shit just tied together so nice. Yep.
0: Except for the cutoff underneath it, that was like a two XL. Like the a, like seen. had daggers going out the. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that cutoffs did not age well, but but also there there's something to be said about like having your 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 boy that's had like you know eight beers cut it and cut the shit out of it jagged and stuff as opposed to like a clean like nice tailored cut looked a little bit better and and uh, I Iverson a little
1: too wide with a little jagged
2: hundred percent a hundred percent I'm glad we can all agree on that if if nothing else during this pod all right Nick you're up all
1: right so with the second overall pick uh, that's a good first pick Ian. I'm gonna go with the Foamposite one, one of the best five shoes of all time, which was debuted by Mike Bibby before Penny Hardaway. Um, at Arizona, they also won the won the tournament that entire year. So uh, for me, that's the easy one. Like one of my favorite sneakers of all time, best colorway, and then also they 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 won the whole thing. So that's what could what could be better than that.
3: So that was actually number one on my draft board. Uh, I was hoping somehow it would slide. Uh, the irony in this is that um, Nick was actually Allen Iverson for Halloween as a, as a young adult. Um, I got, got the jacket cut off too. Yeah. <laughs> funny thing is when I was in fifth grade, I was Mike Bibby for Halloween. And
1: yes.
3: It was all on the hope that my mom would get me the jersey and the phone posits because of it
2: like mom it's halloween i need this shit to complete the fit
3: yeah so i i think
0: i'm in the minority here the phone posits don't make my top 12 Ooh. Ooh.
1: they're just not that's good pace that's all good it's
0: <laughs> it's never been a shoe i've actually like loved, and i don't know why i just don't i don't love them but i understand the history behind it like i respect that but there's just I'll, not for I'll, me
1: look at it and it's awesome there's, that's the key factor for me
0: well wasn't it nick you could probably correct
2: me or ian you could probably correct me on this but wasn't it nike's first uh 200 shoe or it was like 180 200 when it first came out right 180 yep right and i I remember that just being like fucking bananas for the time
1: i mean even 150 was crazy but there was nothing even 160 170 so the the kind of step to 180 was nuts i mean it was crazy it was crazy it would have been a lot of years
3: before, but were the original command forces or air pressures in that same category of, like, original retail? I think there were
1: 140, 150. Oh, wow. I yeah. just remember
2: 180 just jumping off the, the rack at you. Like, I mean, even, you know, even people that had money
1: were like, this is crazy. Well, because it was basically 200 after tax. So it was just like, that's what took it to a crazy spot. I mean, 100 was one thing. Like, I had a $50 budget in high school and 40 in middle school, so I knew not to ask. it was one of those things where like asking for a hundred is one thing and then all of a sudden they were basically 200 after taxes it was was crazy
2: I remember holding them in my hand at Circle Center Mall in Indianapolis in like a finish line and just like bending them and like playing with them and fucking them up basically and I'm (laughs) like these these things are incredible but for me it was more the tie-in to Bibby you know it wasn't it wasn't just necessarily the aesthetics of the shoe which were to me were dope but like for me, in Evansville, Indiana, trying to pull that shit off in middle school, early high school with some jeans, maybe, maybe not. But the the, the whole, like, Bibby drawl of of out there hooping in them and then beating Kentucky and he was a point guard and all that stuff was like, I need these. But I didn't get them. Too expensive. <laughs> all
0: right, Daniel. All right. This is my number two on the board, and this is the easiest pick for me. Air Force Max 93. I'm a Michigan fan. Fab five, baby. Through and through. Fab five is as iconic as it gets in college basketball. The maize uniforms with the long, long shorts, tall black socks. It's as good as it gets for me. I'm I'm a diehard Michigan fan. I was seven years old when they played in the national championship, and that's where my fanhood comes from Michigan. So that's an easy one for me.
2: You can't go wrong with a fab five. No. I'm a, I'm about to pick them in the next two picks again, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. And we're
2: just going to take Michigan, Michigan, one, taking Michigan right off the board. Oh.
1: Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. No, I was going to say you only can get them once because you can only pick the school twice, right?
2: You can only pick the school twice, but that's just Michigan.
1: Oh, see? Okay. Right? I thought you were saying you are going to pick the Fab Five twice.
2: I'm going to take the Fab Five. I'm not taking those shoes, though. Oh, all right. That makes sense are, are is is there already a dispute in the draft? I haven't no, I, even
1: picked I, it I should only pick the same school twice
2: You can't has anybody else picked Michigan?
3: No, but you're saying that you had them Michigan on your board twice more, which total uh, be- so, yeah
2: I'm confused. Josh is an idiot. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not, not smart, as you guys can tell. <laughs> all
3: right, go for it. Fourth fantastic fourth segue pick. to
1: the fourth pick.
2: <laughs> fourth pick is a no-brainer. Greatest greatest college basketball sneaker of all time is 96 up tempos. Uh they were worn across the board. Uh I I've I honestly and and you sneaker guys can correct me if I'm wrong again. Um, but I don't remember a shoe taking over college basketball quite like the 96 up tempos. Uh, they were everywhere. And even if you just look back at the 96 final four, literally every team except Kentucky that was in it had multiple players laced in it. Um, but for my money, I'm going with Damon Flint out of Cincinnati wearing the, uh, the pippin colorway with the, the black toe and then the the red swoosh, uh, on the up tempos. Those were my all time favorites. Damn.
3: Good one it's a solid pick,
0: but that's your that's your all time favorite shoe in general right the basketball shoe yeah, for sure hundred percent
3: i just i, I the first
0: overall pick
2: yeah that was that was first on my board but i i think like i think if we were drafting off versatility or if we were drafting off impact or um how many teams actually wore it the up tempo would would almost be second to none unless you went with like uh the dunks or something like that from back in the day when everybody could only choose from. Three different shoe models, you know.
1: Did you get the white red when they just came back out? What's that? Did you get the white black reds when they just came back out? No,
2: I didn't. I missed on them.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. But I, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at three of the pairs that I plan on drafting right across from me right now. The the, the up tempos are sitting over there, and, and they they look like they're happy that I drafted them. I couldn't let them down. I was nervous, man. I was real nervous. All right, so I'll go with the fifth pick, right? Because the snake draft, and then it goes back to Dan. Yes, this is the going to be the disputed pick because I'm too dumb to understand what the argument is of not taking Michigan again. Um, but uh, the the Harachis, uh, ninety two Hirachis, so. Um, to me, that was that was the shoe that was associated most with the Fab Five. It ha- also had some some crazy uh, versatility too, because you had Pippen wearing them in his All Star game, um, in '92. You had Leitner at Duke that wore them. Cherokee Parks. Those dudes wore them. Um, but to me, it was Jalen Rose, Chris Weber, Fab Five, Hirachi's shoe on the side without an ankle support type thing with that made all the moms freak out and wonder if they could buy them for their kids to play basketball in. Um, and they are also sitting across from me right now and uh, happy to have them on the squad. Thoughts?
3: Easy pick, great pick. Thank yeah. you, Nick. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's definitely a toss-up Hirachi and Air Force Max in terms of best Michigan shoe all-time. Um, I pra- I probably like the Air Force Max more.
1: Um, oh, I would say Hirachi is the Michigan shoe for sure. But Something black, about the, the Air Force yeah, Max with the actually, black socks. Yeah, black socks is the part that carries the Air Force Max.
0: For sure. Yeah. I actually had the Air Force Max in the blue in high school, and it was one of my favorite shoes all-time. But which is crazy because if you think the blue would actually go with the Mays Michigan uniforms better than the black did, but the black socks is not going to go with it. Yep. All right, Dan, you're up, bud. Yeah, this is a tough pick, I think. Not really. Just say a shoe and then just pick it. <laughs> I'm going to go Taxi 12s, Kenyon Martin, Cincinnati Bearcats.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, so since, since he comes off the board early.
0: And I know that you like the Cincinnati shorts from before Kenyon Martin. But the iconic black shorts going up the sides the is Jordan probably, brand. One of, yeah, it's the probably one of the best and most duplicated uniforms for lower tier high school and middle school from there. And the taxi 12s are just like, it's just what they are. Kenyon Martin could go a couple of times too on this draft, I think.
1: Man, my, my 14th on my board, Steve Logan. I got to take him off now.
0: <laughs> Steve Logan.
1: <laughs> Love Man.
2: Steve Logan.
1: I was digging deep. So to get back to get back to your
2: point on the 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 shorts matching up with the shoes. So everybody, it seems like everybody's favorite Cincinnati shorts are those Cat Scratch Jordan when they went Jordan Brand and all that stuff, and they had to the C logo on the butt um, and then the Jordan brand logo on the front. And so if we're ever able uh, to are fortunate enough to get Cincinnati, everybody's going to hate me because I'm going to come out with those 95, 96 Flint Fortson ones before I do this cat scratch. And I'm going to catch a lot of shit and I'm going to take it all with a smile because I'm going to be happy as hell that I have a pair of the 95, '96s.
3: I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a toss up, but I do think like for at least for my age, that cat scratch short is, I, it's on the novel. Like, I think it's, it's for sure for that era, the best, I mean, Syracuse in that era in terms, well, that's the thing. Like the, that short, like, like Dan said, it defined that time and it wasn't necessarily rooted in anything else. Like the great Arizona or Syracuse shorts in that era still evolved from previous iterations. Duke the same. Yukon even to a degree too, but that cat scratch is like. It's, it's signature and it's Jordan brand, you know, you know
2: what, you know, what would be fun. Uh, I'm gonna hijack your pick here for a sec, Dan, sorry. And, and put you on a little bit more of a hold, Nick for the next pick. Uh, But I always thought like, when I think of Kenny Martin, I think of Cincinnati, I think of the injury and how fucked they were uh, when he broke his leg right before the NCAA tournament. So I always wanted to do a pod uh, and I just got to have some time to go back and dig through and look at all the injuries that, potentially affected the national champion from that year and just compile like a list and just go through and talk about it. Scott may in 75 with IU Kenyon Martin, obviously, and go through that stuff. But I think that would be fun. So Dan, write that down. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Thanks brother. All right, Nick, you're up.
1: All right. This is the what? Seventh pick. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yep. All right. So seventh pick, I'm going to take a obscure pick. Patrick Christopher from Cal Berkeley. When he wore the Livestrong Kobe Fords, all yellow, only 10 pairs made. Um, They were a size 14. They made two and a 14. The other one was for Kobe. And then that game, Cal won the Pac-10 title for the first time in 50 years. Uh, It was a pretty awesome moment. So that's my pick.
2: So this is why we brought him. I got to be honest. I feel like you're showing off.
1: (laughs) Well, it's a long story, but. Nike gave us the pair to shoot, and then I sent him overnight at the patch. So he, I, I kind of gave him to him. It's one of my good friends.
2: Oh, there you I'm go.
1: Five, but, but if you've ever seen that shoe, it's like that was before, like, the flooded color stuff. So it's just the all-yellow patent leather Kobe 4, and they looked crazy on him in that game. They The very first, like, 90 seconds of the game, the TV crew did, like, a close-up hand. It was pretty cool. So uh, it's just a really rare one for sure.
0: Yeah, that's dope. Didn't make my board, I, by I, the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so cal used to have some crazy good uniforms too because they were jordan they were one of the yeah. first jordan brand schools also so
1: um he was deciding between texas and kentucky and then picked because they were jordan oh
2: really <laughs> yeah that's hilarious so yeah. we tried to bring back the tony gonzalez uh cal shorts just like a month ago um and, uh, and they, they wouldn't let us do it because the Cal Jordan logo is something that they want to distance from now that they're, they're under armor. Yeah. But the shorts were sick, but whatever, we'll bring those Jason kids back for, uh, everybody that's listening and asking me. So they'll be back soon. Yes, Best I can do.
3: All right, Dan. All right. Well, I had Pat Christopher on my board as well. Um, for the two, two yellow fours. Nick actually introduced me to pat and i did this thing march madness memories that i did with like him bibby dick
2: out Dan the daniel one remember we talked about that one
3: langford um and that was for sure the longest interview i've ever done in my life it was also the most awesome like pat is the best but it's uh, like
1: pat, pat called me last saturday it was a three hour phone call ridiculous
3: <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i had pat on my board but i <laughs> I'm going to keep it in the Pac 10, and uh, I'm going to select Gilbert Arenas in the uh, Nike Air Flight 89 in patent leather. Um, one of my all time favorite players, one of my all time favorite shoes. Um, black
1: black patent leather?
3: Yes. Um, you know, that's a shoe, too, that like Dewan Wagner wore in high school that like was. It's a
1: shoe I wore in high school.
2: It's more famous for that, I would assume.
1: Probably for Dewan scoring 100 points in them.
2: No, I, I think it's you. You got him. You edged him out.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, and I mean, I was
0: – always off the board now.
3: Yeah. I, it, was, it was kind of a defensive pick, too. So, there'll be no Stanley Johnson or uh, – uh, there'll, there'll be no Eugene Edgerson, which is the biggest shame.
2: No doubt. No doubt. At least you got to mention him in the, in the pod, though. He deserved that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Ian, you're up again, though.
3: Oh, that's how this goes? yeah snake draft that's the format that we
2: discussed <laughs> all right well um, my, my, hey, my, hey numerous times
1: <laughs> we've also already been doing that format so far
3: by
2: the way a <laughs> couple rounds now actually
1: what uh <laughs> what,
3: what uh, time zone are we in uh so my third pick um uh should come no surprise to you guys it is uh the adidas eight, uh tennessee p as worn by schmeak Squaw. squad
2: nice wow. I love it. Uh,
1: there's a Shamiqua pro model that she wrote on, and she like would misspell stuff and then cross it out and then like write. It's just the most like it's the most disastrous shoe I've ever seen with scribbling on it. <laughs> More so than that, there's, pants. there's feet too. I'll fi- I'll find them and they're worse than the McCants pair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so white orange KBA. I like that pick. That's a good pick.
2: Well, Cincinnati, or Cincinnati women, Tennessee women had that uh, kind of dope accent color, too, of the baby blue that oh, went yeah. along with the the orange and stuff. And I know, like, a couple years ago, um, there was a big, like, a big uproar because Tennessee was kind of changing everything over to the power tee and trying to lose the Lady Vols logo and that accent color. And people were like, yeah, no, fuck that. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're we're, <laughs> we're going to keep that. Solid, solid pick. Nick, you're up.
1: All right I have you know what I, I don't know if I want to go with this pick because I don't actually like this team. I just realized
2: um don't do it then pick 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 a, pick a different one
1: Third, to pick two pairs of phone posits too um all right I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Mike Miller and the black and blue guard Garnet threes mm. Florida.
2: That was number five on my board.
1: Oh, that was a strategic pick because I didn't think it was going to come back around <laughs> uh, some other picks. And then I think it was also Donnell Harvey in them. Yep. And then there's a photo of like a zoom out of them celebrating and there's like probably seven, eight guys wearing them.
2: Well, because they made a, a crazy run to the final four that year wearing them.
1: Yeah, yeah they're incredible. And I So that was, uh, I got that shoe and wore them the following year. Our team colors were white and crimson. I uh, say so looked ridiculous, but but I was a huge kg guy. I uh, still wear a rubber band on my wrist this day because of the kicks cover. and uh, I love that black blue garnet three so that's that's my so, pick for sure.
0: Is that the was that the Nike commercial where they were doing jumping off the diving boards?
1: That was the room licious and flight positive. which, which uh, ironically enough are kind of like a bridge between those two shoes. yeah, yeah, they still had... They have the same idea with the with the blue fade mesh coming out of those.
0: Yeah, I actually had those shoes that you the and I had Dunleavy wore them with Duke in '99, which is one of which was actually my list. It was on my list because I always think Duke's hard to get iconic shoes with, and I thought Dunleavy having them early was a pretty cool thing. But that's
1: the Duke shoe that sticks out to me always is Trajan Langdon with the. First heel max up tempos and up tempo yeah the MZ yep. three was sick the white black blue MZ three looks great with those shorts
2: for sure for sure uh the uh the book sole provider by scoop has uh has a whole two page feature on the the Langdon you know Trajan Langdon up tempo shoes um so the Garnett. The Garnett stands out to me. I, I wanted that on my my squad because I I too love Garnett, and then that that Florida run. But I'll never forget my mom bought me a pair of the the white and blue colorway, the first colorway that came out right after I got a one point nine at my first semester at IU, and. Uh, <laughs> Like I talked her into it because I'm like, mom, like I'm playing a lot of basketball up there, like, <laughs> like I, I really need these things. And uh, she was a, not... it was not. It was a great hoop shoe. Phenomenal, wow. phenomenal. Yeah. So I think I think during college I had those that I I bought in nonstop at the Hyper, and then I had the uh, Pippin threes, the all black Pippin threes. That I traded some Cal Jordan shorts actually for the yeah. Pippin threes. So and then that was another great shoe.
1: Pippin' threes for 70 bucks at big five. That was my sophomore shit.
2: Oh shit, I got a pair of Pippin twos over there that I got for like 40 bucks at an outlet, you know, ten years ago or whatever it was.
1: But uh, uh crazy, crazy thing about the Garnet Three, I don't know if you guys know this, it was supposed to be the Penny Five. Ooh. Yeah. And then Penny was getting hurt and they decided to end his line at the four. And then that was like when KG was KG's like, he was at, at the end of that Nike deal. So they were like, we'll give you this shoe instead. Cause I don't know if you remember, but he had the Garnet one. And then there was like that weird gap. There's not really a Garnet two because they scrapped that one shoe. And then the Garnet three was supposed to be 25. So it was crazy.
2: Yeah, that is
0: wild. All right, Dan, you up? Yeah. It's a tough pick. <laughs> Oh, none of this is tough. <laughs> There's nothing on the line here. Maybe uh, next time when we yeah. do, we'll put something on the line. All right, I'm gonna go 1995 Air Max Up Tempo Tim Duncan. Ooh,
1: well, that's the model. Wait,
0: which ones? Uh, the ones you're picking from Cincinnati? No, the ones after that. Oh, oh
1: you're it's your drop your... joints. With the, yes. That's yes. the Max. Yeah,
0: 90
3: ninety-seven.
1: Ninety-seven. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah,
3: those are great. That's a great shoe. That would have been a six shoe to do in a Wake Forest colorway too.
0: Dan, did you just order some food? My wife came, brought my charger. That's when you know it's love.
2: I was actually hoping that was a pizza for real though, because you're only two rooms over from me.
1: And you guys got pizza coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, explain
0: your pick, man. I just went back through like in the – so the mid, 90s, mid to late 90s for me is like the best basketball thing. And
1: so what, your high school is everybody here, by the way.
0: I'm an 04 graduate.
1: Dan, Dan's a
0: young
2: buck. Okay. I'm, the, I'm the old head. I'm 99. I was 03. And Ian, what were you, 05? 06.
1: '06. 06. okay. Yeah, all right.
0: I just remember those being a, a shoe that I wanted my whole – like when I was in – because I wore – the Jason kids the year before the zoom. And then I wanted those and my mom would never pull the trigger on. And if you go back and look like Duncan for his kind of not flashy as he is, he actually wore some good stuff at wake forest. Oh
2: yeah. Those wake uniforms are awesome too. Slam voted those wake uniforms that uh, the gold ones that we just came out with, they voted them top 20 uniforms of all time in their college basketball issue last year. So, yeah, no, that's, that's a solid pick, man. All right, I'm going to go. Um, <clears throat> these are bland, but I love them. I had them when I was growing up playing, like, youth basketball. And then Penny Warm at Memphis State, they're the the original Converse Reacts. Uh, just to all black, all black, and they just said Con's. And stitching on the side. Then they had the Gel React thing on the back, which was a whole new phenomenon. And then my favorite part was like the white bottoms, because you could just barely see like a a, a thin line of white across yeah. the bottom of them. Um, wearing them, and for the longest time, I could never find a picture of them when I was trying to tell people like, no, one of my favorite basketball shoes ever is these Con Reacts. Like, there's nothing to them. They're just black. I'm like, there's no pictures of them. And I went back maybe five years ago. I went back through my my basketball card collection and I saw that I had like this jumbo card, a penny, uh classic card. If you guys remember the classic cards from back in the day. Um, and he was wearing them. And I've I have it sitting up on like my mantle now, so I can just grab him and be like these motherfuckers, these are the <laughs> shoes that I'm talking
1: about. That was the one right before the accelerate. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. So this was just like the the there was literally nothing to it. But I remember being in gym class in middle school and like poking the back of them with a pencil and, you know, squirting the shit out and seeing like, Oh, what is this stuff? Like, you know, and just playing with them. But I played a lot of basketball in them and then Penny warm in Memphis state. And obviously we love Penny in Memphis state too. So yeah. that's the, that's the route I had to go.
3: One well, to tie a full circle, you know, I mean, in terms of this being about college sports, you poking those shoes in gym class, kind of foreshadowed your freshman year GPA in college and playing a lot of balls. So,
2: (laughs) right. Right. I mean, uh, I'm pretty simple when it, when it comes down to it, man. All right. So I'm going to go with my uh, my next pick. And I know that there's been some, some back and forth uh, uh, text on our chain together uh, about this player. And, uh, but we never really revealed the shoe, but uh, it's time for Matt Barnes to make an appearance on this list. Uh, And I'm going 2002 UCLA with the T-Mac Ones is where I'm going with Matt Barnes. So the T-Mac Ones is the third pair of shoes that I have sitting across from me um, down here at HQ in the pod room. And uh, I played a lot of basketball on those things in in college, too. Great basketball shoe. I loved it. Still love it to this day. Um, And they just look dope because they didn't really even match with UCLA's uniforms. But UCLA some has some of the most classic uniforms of all time with the baby blue and and all that. And then you throw in a pretty good team in 2002, and Barnes, pretty good player, wearing them. It just all made sense to me. And I had to get the TMAC one. So that's like an all-time top three for me.
3: I like it. It's solid uh, per-
2: Apparently not when all we can come up with is I like it and solid pick. That's when you know you fucked up in there.
3: <laughs> hey, I did um I did because of sneakers once uh, go out to some bars in Huntington Beach with Matt Barnes' little brother and his uh, girlfriend who was in town for his son's AU tournament. So
0: there we go. So UCLA's <laughs> yes. Yeah. UCLA's weird in shoes because they've went through they were Reebok for a long time. Obi Bailey, Ed yep. O'Bannon. Which is on my list, but I can't really I can't pull I won't pull the trigger. Well, on they it.
2: wore those crazy Reeboks though. They had like the zigzag stripe on them uh and in those days.
0: Oh, there's a couple were L in the pumps, by the way, too. I was yep.
2: thinking pumps for this and I and nothing jumped out. And then there, then too much other stuff like jumped out
0: for me that, to go pump. It's way down there on mine for that, but the the Reebok and they've they've just jumped so many different brands. They've never been loyal to a brand for a long time, too, which is kind of crazy. Well, Under
2: Armour's paying that a lot right now. A lot, <laughs> very a lot. Much so. All right, who's to go back to then, Nick?
1: Uh, Dan's pick. His fourth pick.
0: Josh, did you go two there?
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I just went two. I'm sorry, Dan. It's you. All right, I'm gonna go. God, I'm torn. This, you're supposed to be thinking about this shit as the <laughs> other person's talking about their. <laughs> well, you wanted a better. You wanted a better answer than than. Hey, good pick. So I had to. I had to... <laughs> I had to get that,
2: off. Of it. <laughs> you use all your brain power trying to come up with a couple more sentences for my pick.
0: You got it. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go Penny Ones. Ooh, oh, mass Marcus Camby.
1: Okay, you got a pick of that. I do. think window. He's 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 picking from here.
2: Yeah, that's a crazy good pick, though. But I, I thought you were going to go like with
1: it. I thought you were going to say Corey Brewer. Oh, right.
0: No, there's a Marcus Camby's in a black uh I think it's his freshman year. Uh he's in a he's in a black with the white. What?
2: I I think you I I don't think those are the penny ones, dude.
1: Are you seeing layups? That's what I'm, I'm thinking. I might be seeing layups.
0: I might be off, but it looks from the front cuz that's what it is. But you know, you know, we launched the
2: Canby shorts, right? And I think I've seen every picture of Marcus Canby on the entire internet in those UMass shorts. But that would have been later on, too. I'll give you that. That would have been later on in his career. You're gonna have to provide some video uh, or <laughs> uh, photo on. evidence, Dan. Hold on.
3: Yeah, a fake pick could cost you guys the piece. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can't, you can't fake pick this shit, Dan. Come on. I'm not fake picking it. God dang it! Now you're gonna get me. Do I, okay, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take a different pick because I don't. Hey, let's take them up.
2: off the board because we don't want this to just all be discredited <laughs> off of your one dumbass pick. Pick rescinded.
0: <laughs> Alright, Dickerson. And I'm gonna go to my next one. I'll go this route. I'll go Penny Two's Rip Hamilton. There you go. Safe Flight kick. Atlantic. Yes. Good. So, and and I'm gonna stop talking because I'm now I'm gonna do research, so I don't look like the biggest idiot <laughs> on the spot now.
2: So those those Penny Two uh, Atlantics, I got off Flight Club back when Flight Club was not so well known as it is now, and I got them for like. Eighty bucks or something uh, on the website, and uh, and then like we were just out in New York last month or two months ago, and went into Flight Club, picked up those same Atlantic twos, and it was like they were like three hundred twenty five dollars or something. So Flight Club, Flight Club has come up a little bit since those days.
3: Jeez. my yeah, uh, my Atlantic Blue uh, Penny twos actually just fall fell apart in the last few weeks. What um, size are you, Ian? Eleven.
2: Oh, shit. I got a 10. I think I have a 10 and a half down here. I'd send it to you.
3: It was actually while filming commercial for a 19-9's, uh, Villanova shorts. I was I was shooting in the rain and the, uh, the grip on the penny Two sole and the, the, the rubber outdoor NBA street basketball were phenomenal when soaking wet. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, my 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 shoes did not survive the storm. So now they're uh, now now they're dis- dissected and going to be a, a hybrid shoe.
2: We'll make it up to you. We'll send you some more shorts so you can keep shooting those commercials.
3: Sounds <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> I'll take pizza too. By that,
2: <laughs> you got you have to come to Evansville to get that pizza, buddy.
1: All right, and we're doing five picks, right?
2: Yeah. How many are we in? I don't even know. Four.
1: Yes. Yeah. Round. fourth. Yep. Okay. So I've been I've been tracking all this along the way here. So okay. Uh, all right. I'm gonna pick a strategic pick. Because I think this is Ian's next pick, so I want to make sure I get it in before it comes back around. And it's going to be the white and green toad Reebok questions as worn by Mateen Cleaves. Yeah.
2: I got him on the list, too.
3: That's a solid pick. Um, I do have Mateen on my board. Um, uh, Actually, what's crazy is... One, I mean, going to MSU basketball camp and like eating lunch with Mateen Cleaves back when he was wearing those. Super nice dude. Um, Jordan, was, Jordan Hallenstein, our good friend who works for the Spurs, was telling us that um, when Mateen was at the national championship parade, he wore white and green Air Jordan 15s, like the team banks that never release. And I found a bunch of pictures on the Lansing State Journal website of him wearing them. And he had a like basically what a sprained ankle in that championship game. Yep. Yep. If anyone has ever tried to put on Air Jordan 15s with unsprained ankles, <laughs> although my cousin Ty will let you know that I have cankles because I couldn't get his 18.5s on at uh, Christmas <laughs> one year. It's a, an awesome shoe, but a really difficult shoe to put on. So the fact that he did that flex to wear basically team bank Jordans that probably nobody else in the world at that time had because there no... I mean, unless North Carolina and got sent pairs, was a uh, pretty big deal.
2: The the question one such a great shoe though. I mean, it's just there's a they're getting ready to release that uh, another pair that has kind of like that wheat or khaki color yeah. on the toe. is pretty dope too. So I might pick up one of those.
3: I wore those first day low eighth top. grade. What's that, Nick? The the low tops, right? The oatmeal's.
2: Yes, love yep. those. Yeah, that's a good
3: one. It was either seventh or eighth grade. I wore that the first day of school, and I wore it with a uh, Abercrombie and Fitch uh, t-shirt. It was a fire look. <laughs> Did you have puka shells, or can I judge you forever? Uh, no, I never. I never had a, uh, I never wore puka shells. That's one of my
1: proudest moments. I've never had puka shells. Either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things we're not proud of, but that is one thing that, that we can hang our hat on. <laughs>
1: No Ed Hardy, no Von Dutch. I'm in the clear.
2: I don't even think that shit ever hit Evansville, so we never even had a chance to wear it. It did. It's still at the bars with 42 oh, wait. Maybe guys. It, maybe it's coming. Maybe, maybe it just got here. Affliction t-shirts,
0: too.
1: <laughs> All right, Nick, your pick. Uh, no, it's Ian's pick. I just picked the Mateens.
2: Oh, you picked the Mateens. I thought Ian picked the Mateens. I'm sorry. Ian, go ahead.
3: Yeah, he was uh, attempting to jerk me on that one, which you know, <laughs> solid play. Uh, my pick. So this is a bit of a tough one. I want to have a team that's actually would beat all your guys' teams in a game. it so. was
2: always important to you throughout yeah, this whole I, process. I, I, like it, it never that never like you never
3: stopped you're little, on that. A little short right now, Ian. Exactly. That's why with my fourth round pick, I'm selecting Greg Oden and the uh, Zoom LeBron Four PE. Good one. I got the chance to see Greg Oden play when I was at Michigan state and it felt like, I'm sure it was to see Pat Ewing at Georgetown. He was phenomenal. Um, He actually was at Michigan state's welcome week after being drafted by the Portland trailblazers. Oh shit. Yeah. For those uh, who do not have video, Nick actually has it in his hand right now. And I mean, here's a question. Better miss dunk. Uh, Ed Coded a uh, Vince Carter off the backboard or Greg Odin's would be dunk against Florida.
0: Everybody in Indiana would tell you Victor Oladipo's <laughs> dunk attempt versus Michigan at IU in 2013. would be way up there too. That's exactly where I was headed. Thank you, Dan. We had Steve Alford played at IU too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: he's uh, shirtless Steve Alford is looking directly in my eyes this entire draft.
0: <laughs> yeah, those are up there.
2: Those are wild. So, Nick, I was on your Instagram uh, a few days ago and I saw your post that had the um the Oregon LeBron 2s in it. Yep. Right. Uh LeBron 2s, like I'm not a big LeBron guy on the on the shoe front, but the the LeBron 2s are some of the most underappreciated uh LeBron, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, those and they were so good to play in, too.
2: Amazing. Loved them. I had the white with the Navy, the All-Star. Or no, the All-Star colorway was the gray, I think, maybe.
1: Gray? My yeah. I thought that shoe was, it was like spear liner, full zoom, great grip, great uh, leather. They were 125 bucks. I know. And I all the they got... are like 200 now and like all stiff and clunky, not even close.
2: Well, then if it, is, it seemed to me like the LeBron line, for good reason, w- was geared towards a dude that's 6'8 and 285 pounds to play basketball in. Um, but that's not made for 5'10, 185 pounds, Josh Barnett walking around the streets of Evansville, Indiana, just trying you
0: to get a, a good what look of off. I the point line looks like either. I
1: played, I played in the LeBron Fours once, and my calves were on fire, and that was that. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had the ones. I thought the ones were pretty good too for a first. Shoot.
1: Yeah, Zoom generation. Yeah, the first two were incredible, and then after the three, it got a little clunky.
2: That's uh, my. That's exactly what I think too. Well, I, I could go, Mike, because it's my pick, right? I, I've lost all track. I don't even know uh, what's I, been picked I, or anything.
1: Take it back to me. Oh, then, I, I don't think you're gonna have this pick, so you should be in the clear. Um, but this. Oh, this is this is my last pick, though, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I might need a, a six man. We might need to do a six oh, man.
1: Six back to Ian. You get two picks. Oh, I do. Yes. Yeah, that's
0: right. So this is the this is the start of the last round, right?
1: Yes. So this is your last pick, Ian. Yeah.
3: Um, you know, I'm gonna stay right in that space. And I'm going to in that same year, I'm actually gonna go to the Air Jordan eight Aqua and Michael Beasley. Um nice. I, I was considering uh, Jason Capono or Antoine Walker as my stretch four. But in, in, uh, in respect to shorts, I think those Kansas State um, kind of, I mean, ironically, they should be called the cat scratch shorts because of like the visual. They actually
2: had cat scratch on them.
3: Yeah, I think those are among the best college basketball shorts ever made. So I'm going to go with super cool bees. Uh, shout out Bill Walker as well. Ooh, good name drop. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I saw Bill Walker in, in high school with O.J. Mayo, drove over to yeah. Cincinnati and watched those two dudes play against Oak Hill, actually. And I think – so Beasley was at Oak Hill. So I got to see all them dudes play. It was That's, wild.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, I was definitely on the record saying I would have picked Michael Beasley number one over D. Rose. No questions asked, but not every prediction's great. great. Um, all right. My, <laughs> my pick, I'm going to go with James Flights-White. orange hyper flights at florida um i love the hyper flights i got a couple behind me um i wore the red pair in high school everybody called me dorothy it was embarrassing but (laughs) 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 who's
2: laughing now though Uh, nick who is laughing now
1: (laughs) one of the best designs ever uh the orange one was sick because i think it was only florida that i really remember wearing them i don't know if anybody from syracuse wore them a lot of the guys wore the reds and some of the other colors, but that orange one, like orange and the yellow stood up close. Um, so that pair for me is sick.
3: I had Corey Brewer on my board with those uh, yeah. as well. White, white, sick quick though.
2: That was kind of where uh, Scoop left off And Soul Provider was with that model. And, and he kind yeah. of fr- frames it as this is kind of like the future of shoes. This is where, you know, shit's headed because of the tech and the look and, and uh, the visual stuff and the, the pics on it are dope.
1: Yeah, um, I love how they ruined all those pairs where they dipped them in the paint. That was such a great photo shoot too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can
3: we also all agree that the hyperflight is an absolutely atrocious shoe to play in. It's one of my all time favorites. I have, I have the baby blue ones. I got them the day they released when I was in eighth grade, um, somewhere between seventh and eighth grade. They were worn when I was cut from my eighth grade team, which is uh, not so tight. <laughs> um, Actually, ironically enough, I had a Duke sweatshirt on too, so that didn't make much sense. Um, <laughs> but do you guys, did you guys ever have a
1: chance to play in the So I, I I lifeguarded the whole summer. It's the first shoe I bought in no money, and I bought them on East Bay two and a half months early on pre-order, thinking they were going to be impossible to get. And I bought a fourteen, and they ran big, and I was pretty much a size thirteen. Not only was it an unstable, bad shoe, but they were like super loose. So I would double sock like. Six sock just to get the fit somewhat close. That was a horrible idea. Terrible.
2: That's, that's what I was going to say. You got to double up those socks and get yeah. the thick ones too.
0: I doubled up socks with the Jordan 23s for like three straight years to play in. Ooh. <laughs> that piece,
1: that
0: piece side? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally bush like the outside of my toe, like the my, my pinky toe is terrible. But I didn't mind playing them. They're really, they're. I thought they were sturdy. I didn't yeah. mind them at all.
1: Once your toe was rubbed raw, then they were great.
0: Great. Yeah, I mean, small price to pay. <laughs> all right, Dan. all right, Daniel, you, you up? All right, so if we're gonna go this whole thing and never pick Carolina, <laughs> I have to, I have to go the 10s Jerry Stackhouse. Oh, ah, oh, motherfucker!
1: <laughs> I thought you were going. I thought you were going Big Sean May and Rashad with the Thirteens, but I like that pick.
0: That's a tough because I think you could make an argument that the Columbia Blue Elevens with Carolina are up there with everybody, but Ooh, it's yeah. hard to it's when when they go one overall with Allen Iverson and Georgetown, it's hard to argue that. But it ends with Stackhouse,
1: yeah, I loved in the City Pack that that was kind of like the other one that they added in, like of that color block. So that's a, that's an awesome pick. Those are great,
0: and so, those, those those uniforms that Stackhouse had just like. I think it was a time where Nike and they released those uniform designs, so everybody in high school basketball had the the uh, Cincinnati jerseys, and then Wrights even had. When you left Barnett, went to the Carolina design on the side up the up the shorts and that. And so, those they, uni- yeah, uniforms like, are great. The the ninety
2: early nineties mid nineties Nike just killed it on on uniform design and it was all unique we didn't have that stupid ass system of address or whatever it is that they call it where everybody looks the same yeah and And everybody was unique and then like that's why that stuff so desired and it's honestly to be honest with you guys it's it's why i have a company because people want that shit to be brought back and they want to they want to buy it again they want to see all that stuff come back so carolina would obviously be a huge feather in our cap and uh we're working on it now but um yeah those tens, dude. I bought those tens and wore them to eighth grade graduation with a three-piece suit and I still have uh I still have pictures of it and stuff. Uh and, and I like I'll I'll forever love those tens. And uh I haven't I have not bought the uh when they retroed them, I didn't buy them yet, but I, I look for them every now and again. I'm gonna try to get a deal on them.
0: So I hooped in the Lady Liberty tens and they're probably one of my top five basketball shoes just to play in. I don't know Crazy why. But Lady, Lady Liberty tens.
3: Good grip. Steel tens. Oh uh, five were one of my favorite retros to play in. Uh, yep. On the subject of North Carolina, I had Joe Porte and the Air Jordan Fifteens on my board, and um, I will also I will defend Nike's system of dress. Um, <laughs> the Florida
2: unsuccessfully.
3: Board, I mean, the the thing that got me off Nike's system of dress is when I moved to Texas. It was so hot that playing basketball outside and shorts were so big and baggy, they would literally fall down as I like basically like moved down the break. So Nick is Nick is still a baggy basketball short guy. I've since gone to above above the knee cut. But uh, fortunately, my size medium uh, system dress shorts still fit a six foot three Nick. So they were 2X very everything
1: two X, everything. <laughs> no show socks. Yes, 95. I'm a Moso stock guy for sure.
2: <laughs> Nick, I got a bunch of double XL Nike, like Nova and Syracuse and shit Ooh. that I'm getting ready to throw up on eBay. I'll just throw them in a package to up. you. Let and they know. can come out. You got them, man. They're yours. Whether you want them or not, it's not your decision. Now. They're, they're coming.
1: That's a binding deal. <laughs>
0: verbal <laughs> bets are binding sir
2: <laughs> no you're getting the fucking shorts okay they're coming all right <laughs> all right so is it up to me to cap it the final pick the final pick so i i felt like i needed to go old school um and give a little love to to some of the uh the pairs that we haven't mentioned obviously you get the 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 converse pros and and things like that where again these, these student athletes didn't have much to choose from, but this shoe was so good that they put it on the sleeve of an undershirt for a certain big man that played at Georgetown. Everybody's got all this Georgetown stuff on. Is Georgetown still available, right?
1: Yes. How funny would that be if it wasn't at this point? <laughs> well, I've already, already went
2: all in, so it was getting picked anyways. It's my podcast. The so hell with it.
1: He didn't pick Victor <laughs> Page in the third round.
2: Yeah, yeah, love Victor Page, man. Love him.
1: You, you want to? Talk, so our
2: our pods called high high volume shooters is what we call ourselves. You want to talk about a high volume shooter, Victor Page. That's your guy. That's
1: I'm, your a, guy. I'm an all-time high volume shooter fan. Ricky Davis, one of my favorite players ever. So I'm, absolutely. I'm absolutely. That. That's remember,
2: awesome. when he, remember when he went and tossed the ball off the backboard to get that extra rebound for that triple double?
1: Should have gave some. Should've gave some. <laughs>
2: So I have a great Bill Self story uh from his days at Oklahoma State when he was playing. It's kind of similar to the the Ricky Davis thing. Um one of their guys was telling me that uh they had like an older dude that kept the stats. And so it was Bill's uh senior night game there. And uh so when he che- finally checked out the the scores, the guy at the score table was like, Hey, Bill, he's like uh I hooked you up with three extra assists so you get that, tri- <laughs> that triple double. <laughs> and he was like, just like, just like you told me to. Basically, like they had, they had planned it out. Like if I get close enough, pad these stats a little bit because I want a triple double on senior night. And so the guy said that they saw uh, Bill. Bill took the statistician guy out. Now he's in college, takes the statistician out, and they and he paid for his beers the whole night at the bar. <laughs> of course. <laughs> hooking him up with the triple double.
1: <laughs> that was funny.
2: So, anyways, my shoe is the the Nike Legend Georgetown '84 uh, Patrick Ewing. The shoe is is kind of unremarkable, but it was good enough that that uh, Nike was like, "Hey, let's market this and put it on Patrick Ewing's uh, undershirt." So, on his undershirt, on the sleeve of it, was the silhouette and an actual um, little logo of the shoe. And so I figured if a shoe is good enough to be put uh, on a player twice, it's good enough to make this draft.
3: I like it. Do we have a um, all-time best and all-time worst uh, undershirts in college basketball? (laughs) IU hands
2: down has the worst undershirts in the history of college. basketball. You can just, you can start and stop your list with Indiana basketball.
3: I was going to say, I I have AJ Moye on the better end. I up there.
2: Oh man. That shit came down past his elbows.
3: I like that. I'm much, just, I'm much more like to me. The best undershirts are AJ Moya. You know what I mean. The worst is Anthony Davis or anything that's like super snug. Yeah. It's like an affliction shirt. I like the abandoned
1: brothers because they had
3: some long, yes, long
1: shirts. I did too. Yeah. Yes, so, I just love the
2: Bannon brothers in general. I uh, love so, them, dude.
0: The one shoe I was gonna say that came up a bunch was the Shock BB Four, and Ooh. it's like everybody in the early two thousands has it. I absolutely hated that shoe. I I know, but
1: I I tore my ACL two weeks before my senior season in that shoe.
0: (laughs) See, Dan, why are you pissing off our guests, man? (laughs) I mean, you fucking came out wanting to talk about ripping up with Kenya Martin. Hey, Dan, take that down. We got to talk about (laughs) injury. We can put Nick DiPaolo on there. We're good.
2: Dan, (laughs) do I need to remind you you made a fake pick during this draft? I, I went was back. That's right.
1: Like so
0: From the front of that shoe, it looks like it's the Pippin, the Marcus Canby one.
3: Oh, the way up you looks mean, like you mean the, penny, penny, penny ones. Yeah. Penny yeah. Penny
0: sorry. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: no, yeah, they sorry. have that
1: same like that same wing. Yeah.
0: It's similar. Yep.
2: And that 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 uh shoe that you were calling out that was worn across the board in college basketball too. Tons of teams wore that shit, yeah. and in the NBA too. Pippin yeah, wore the way it. Way up
1: was great. I, yeah, I thought for, for sure, sure, Barnett,
0: you'd go Pippin' to Maryland. No, no. I'm not – yeah,
2: I don't know. I felt like I needed to give some love to Georgetown, to, to Pat Ewing. We got some Georgetown stuff coming up. They're a new license by 99. There's a plug for you. That's well, huge.
3: Uh, good and, good and uh, VC Shocks would also have been a sick pick. Um, for I, I don't know uh, how rabid the comment section is, but I do think it's worth mentioning that
1: uh, the Adjust Force, the Nike Dunk, um so i had the ed coda carolina adjust force with the with the logo on the strap that was on here because that was like the one of the few that had that they actually had the pe logo on the strap. right right so but they great.
2: they used they had the interchangeable colors for like your normal stuff though right
1: yeah it was a carolina, strap. Shoes. Yeah, carolina strap but it had the nc logo on the top right so yeah and then um, I'm surprised nobody picked either Keith Langford, Kansas 13s, or uh Rashad and Sean May, UNC 13s. I had Keith Langford and Kansas
3: 13s on my board. Apparently, Keith still has his pair. Um, I think Keith uh he stays in Cedar Park. He stays just north of Austin. Um and uh or Sean May, uh, Air Jordan 18 PE. Yeah,
0: I was I, got- I was gonna go kamikaze. Mm. Uh, St. John's. Yeah.
3: That was, that
0: was like my one. That was that was my first one I pulled because my brother-in-law, we were going back and forth. He played basketball at a D2 school here. And he, I said, Give me your best one. And so he sends me a picture of him tipping off in the car mines. He's like, put this on there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he he wanted he wanted a plug he wanted in on the draft that's funny
0: like I sent him the I sent him to St. John's Kamikaze and then he sends me back him tipping off for a USI basketball game with 87 people in the stands so
2: (laughs) so Nick and and, uh, Ian I wanted to ask you because I had on my list and I didn't get to but we have a we have a Ray Allen quota on this podcast where we have to mention Ray Allen at least once every podcast, along with Steve Alford, who's already hit his quota. Um, yeah. But the uh, the Air Thrill flight that Ray Allen used to wear at UConn is one of the, like the lesser known uh, shoes that he wore because everybody associates him with um, the up the obsidian oh. up tempos. But I had those Air Thrill flights and and loved them, and I thought they looked Did you so have that good-
1: color. Yes, I had his so the color. Black, the black Thrill Flight was my first pair of Nikes. Um, really? Yeah, there was because I always wanted the Zoom Flight. Yes. K. Was my guy yeah, like crazy. The Zoom Flight ninety five is the best shoe ever. Yeah, but they're dope. Too expensive, so I got the Thrill Flights for fifty eight bucks at J C Penney. I had to chip in eighteen bucks. And, yeah. Uh, so I wore them. I wore them like the my my sock was sticking out the toe. Like the whole forefoot was just gone. <laughs> it was like the, the whole forefoot was foam. It was just like foam on concrete. But I love that shoe. Those are all great.
0: right. I'm going to show you guys. If you guys can see this.
1: Oh wow! That's,
0: oh god! That's me in fifth grade.
1: Oh. So I almost, I tried to carve a third cylinder into my Thrill Flights to make it look like the, look at the Zooms. That's awesome.
2: Those Thrill Flights, so the Thrill Flights matched up. The ones that Ray Allen wore matched our, we had the same, basically the same color scheme minus the red in high school. So I wore them with, uh, with that because those Thrill Flights were white and navy, the ones yeah. that I had. They were crazy. So Ray and
1: Reggie wore the white navy, and then um, Gary Payton wore the wall white with the green accents.
2: Yes, I remember and those too.
1: My guy in Sack, Mitch Richmond, he wore the black pair. So that's my justification to what made them so cool. But but I the Zoom flight to me, like the fact that you had the black and carbon carbon fibers, that's that's amazing, man. Those are amazing. That's a great shoe.
0: So there's a picture of Ray Allen in like a photo shoot wearing the Air Max Sensations, which yes. is my which is my brother John's favorite shoe of all time because he's
1: white and navy or black white red? White and navy. Yeah.
2: So I just got a big east uh program. We're doing some work with the with the big east too to celebrate this upcoming season and Yukon joining back with the Big East. And so I ordered some Old Big East programs just to sort through and uh, try to find some ideas from some design ideas and stuff. And Ray Allen's on the cover of one with Carrie Kittles wearing those Air Thrill flights. And I had not thought about those shoes in probably ten years until you know four days ago or whatever. And then this this whole thing came up. So that's that's probably my one regret, I guess, from the draft not getting those.
3: Was there like for you guys growing up? It sounds like Ray Allen might be yours, Josh. But like, was there a college player? who you like really identified with or tried to model your game after? No, I
2: just shot threes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every IU basketball player, Kyle Hornsby, all these guys are conditional. No, I was, I was time. young,
2: man. I, uh, Steve Alford was always like my idol. Cause I was like seven years old when we won the national championship. And so like, I'd go to the barber and tell him like, I want the Steve Alford haircut, which he still <laughs> has, which he still has today. Um, and, uh, but then like Ray, Ray Allen, Stephon Marbury, Iverson to me that like mid nineties was just like golden era for me. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I loved all those dudes. I, I loved IU, but I loved every team and I just loved those players and stories. So I just couldn't get enough of it. I was I just ate up with it. How about you?
3: I mean, for me, definitely Ed Cota was up there. Uh, Khalid al as we discussed with Ty and uh, Jamal Crawford. Um, I did play Charlie Bell one on one. I challenged Ooh. him to a game um, when he was at Michigan State and I was in fifth grade. He defeated me two to nothing. Uh, he can defend,
2: that dude could defend his ass off, though.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, he was, yeah, he, he took away my right, I believe, and forced me left, and I didn't stand much of a chance. Uh, <laughs> of note, too, he had on, I'll never forget, he had on these like uh, mesh Michigan State Reebok practice shorts that had kind of like a faint plaid print to them. I've never seen them since, but Interesting. Was, yeah.
2: How about you, Nick, growing up? Icons,
1: I idols. a kid was my guy. Uh I grew up in Sacks, so seeing him was amazing. And then uh it was weird because I always liked point guards, but all the guys I loved that were college guys were scorers. Yeah. So Trajan Langdon, like all the UNC guys, yes. like, they weren't necessarily points, but um and I loved the Arizona guys like Miles Simon and and even Gill and all those kind of guys.
2: Yeah, Bibby was a big guy too for me. I I, I was obsessed with Mike Bibby. Yeah, they also just, had
3: uh, very good haircuts.
2: He did. <laughs> team Dime that was wasn't that Bibby? Bibby was Team Dime, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not him and all his boys.
1: Oh yeah, Dan. Um,
0: this is sad, but so I have two brothers and or I have two brothers and there's five boy cousins in my family around the same age, within like five or six years of each other. So we all were members of the Fab Five, and I was stuck being Ray Jackson. Like the forgotten <laughs> Fab Five member is who I am. Because uh, Dan, I, Dan I, can you I, sit over on the bench and pretend to be Rob Palenka, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what happened. Ray Jackson. But Trajan Langdon, for me, was like a guy. Like I'm a big Michigan fan, but there's a time in the early to mid-'90s, they weren't very – I mean, like late in the in the mid-'90s through early 2000s, they were pretty bad after after 90s. I don't know. They they got a little trashy in the in the mid when they got in trouble. But I love Trajan Langdon. I thought the Alaskan Assassin I thought was the coolest name ever.
2: Yeah, he was dope. Sweet stroke. Sweet stroke. I got a lefty, my, my son's lefty and I, I need to, I need to develop that Calvert Cheney
0: sweet, <laughs> sweet pull up Jay. <laughs> I can't well, picked the denim Kentuckys.
2: No, I had them, man.
0: I that, had, them. that was I had them one highlighted
2: thing. too. I get, I get a shit ton of requests for the Kentucky denim shorts too. Um, so if we get licensing with Kentucky, which I think we will, uh, we'll bring those back but guys listen i really appreciate y'all taking the time uh sitting down and and doing this and uh getting ready for the last dance down here but honestly can't thank you all enough minus you dan i knew you'd be a part of this no problem (laughs) uh but no seriously thank you guys for joining hopefully we can do it again and if we can restructure something or or do something that goes in another angle too is
0: a lot of fun so uh i appreciate it
1: all right thanks fellas yeah i appreciate it
0: Thank you for listening to the 19.9 podcast with HVS, the high-volume shooters. For more information, check out the blog at 19.9.com under HVS. And while you're there, do yourself a favor and pick up some retro college shorts. Till next time.